So this is the beginning of a day just to reflect on the way it is, the dawn, the beginning of a retreat, a sense of beginning, starting something. There's these perceptions that we have that help us to reflect on the actual the reality of this. We're developing this reflective ability to uh, awaken the mind and observe the way things are, just the power of, of the uh, conditioned realm as it changes, moves, changes, and, and uh, we experience the beginning, middle, ending, birth and death, coming together, we came together yesterday, and in the future we'll separate. So, uh, reflection on the, on the Dhamma, or the way it is, uh, is not, is not making any kind of um, critical comments or trying to uh, make judgments about the way it is, but just noticing it's like this. Just notice now the sense of beginning a retreat. There's uh, a, a sense of ten days. It's a different feeling than, than you'll have at the end of the retreat, when the, the perception of the end becomes the, uh, the influence over the mind rather than the beginning. Beginning always has this, feels like we don't know what's ahead, what will happen. Whether we'll be able to stand it ten days, a noble silence, sitting, standing, walking, meditation, it's unknown. What lies ahead is, is what we don't know. And we might have expectations, hope that we will get enlightened or everything will go well. We'll get, if we've had meditation before, we hope maybe we'll renew some of our more blissful experiences. There's also the possibility of ten days of utter misery. So it's unknown uh, the, what what lies ahead during this retreat. When you reflect on that, the, the, the future is is that's its true nature is what we don't know. But we know we don't know. There's a direct knowing. It's not a stupid kind of not knowing. It's a it's a it's an observation that 
it's like this, this realm that we live in, realm of time that we believe in, is like this, the future for us, every one of us at this moment is the unknown. Because of that, then we can speculate, we can sit here and just speculate, maybe it'll go like this, maybe it'll be like that, it might be, uh, maybe, uh, I hope, I dread, I expect, I anticipate, these are mental states we create about the future about something that hasn't happened yet. We hope everything's going to go well. I expect everything will be okay. Or I dread uh, the future. It's full of all kinds of problems. I'm frightened of the future. Anticipate all kinds of experiences in the future. But this is, these are mental states in the present. The, the mind thinking about possibilities. So reflection is is ability to notice this. And there's a part of us that isn't caught into into the thought process. We can observe, be a witness, the knower. Then establishing on the way it is now, we can see our own expectation, anticipation, dread that we might be experiencing. If that's an emotional state or a mental state that you have right now, and just being aware of it. It's like this rather than making some kind of judgment about whether you should or shouldn't be thinking about it. This is word as it is, the way it is, helps us to accept what we're feeling, what we're thinking, what we're experiencing right now. bringing attention into to the way it is, just on a very impersonal way, like the breath or the, the posture of your body, just noticing that sitting, the sitting posture, just being aware of the body as it's sitting here in this meditation hall. Sitting is like this. Uh, so right now, just notice the the experience itself of the body 
sitting on a mat. <coughs> observe just this simple, ordinary posture that we use all the time, but seldom really uh, reflect upon or observe. your body feel sitting like this? Do you feel comfortable? Do you feel relaxed? Or do you feel tension? Do you feel at ease? Or any pain? Notice just the pressure of the body's pressure on the on the meditation mat. Final column. Your shoulders. Just observe just the the body as it is right now, as experienced in the present. The body is, is here and now, wherever we are, the body is something we can focus on. It's like they call centering, where you're bringing attention to something that's quite obvious 
whether you're sitting, standing, walking, lying down, whatever place you're in or condition or state of mind you happen to be in, the body is here. And so we use it as a focus, as establishing mindfulness in the present. Bodily awareness is is uh, is not a not like vanity or where you you're looking at yourself in order to see whether how you look and what you appear like. But bodily awareness is learning to just accept the body as it is in the present. It's noticing. I'm not trying to make it do what you want, but to learn to kind of embrace the bodily experience, the posture, with your mind, rather than thinking your mind is in your brain, in your head, uh, and so your mind is inside your body. The perception is changing from mind in the body to the body in the mind. But just contemplate this, this ability to just observe, witness to the presence of your own physical body as it's sitting here. So we use this mindfulness uh, of the body as a basis, a basic foundation practice. The four postures, sitting, standing, walking, lying down, four ordinary postures that we use uh, throughout our lifetime. They're not special but ordinary. 
So the, the point is not to achieve some kind of special, uh, extreme uh, kind of physical abilities, but to use the ordinariness of our existence, begin to awaken to the, the ordinariness of just sitting, standing, walking, lying down. Then the, another thing that's happening right now that, that isn't uh, charged with a uh, sense of ourselves is that we're breathing. Everybody's breathing. So now go to the breath of your body. We generally refer to the uh, nostrils. Some people use the abdomen. But the point of the practice is to just notice the, this uh, breathing, uh, breathing in, breathing out, inhalation, exhalation, because this is also a natural condition that goes on at this moment. So we're looking at what the way it is now in the present in terms of the physical body and its breath. Is that the nostrils sense the that gentle sensation of the air going in, breathing in, the inhalation reaching its peak, and then the exhalation breathing out. And sustaining your attention on the on the this process of breathing, so you're noticing the inhalation, sustaining attention on that span of the breath as you inhale, and the exhalation, sustaining attention on the exhalation, just to kind of relax with the breath, not to force, but to relax, uh, kind of just to relax and notice, awaken awareness of this natural process that's taking place.
So meditation is remembering to bring the attention into the present using the most obvious conditions, the body, physical body, the breath, foundations for mindfulness, not, not trying to kind of force them to, to do what you want, but begin to just notice the way they are. Then, and also, uh, this awareness, we aware the state of the state of mind we're in, uh, the the mood, the mental quality that we're experiencing. Awareness of of just all that that, that exists in this moment as it is. So the sati, sampachanya, sati panya, these Pali words imply the ability to recollect, to compose the mind, to bring into consciousness the way it is, learning to to really uh, relax and and to be fully present with the conditions that you're experiencing, whether they be pleasant or painful, neutral, is no longer the, the, the important issue. Not, not us trying to make ourselves happy and feel good, but learning to relax and to be with the flow of experience as, as each one of you are experiencing it in the present. So even with physical pain or with mental distress or whatever um, conditions it might seem to destroy any possible of possibility of being at ease with life or being relaxed, these are being now looked at in a different way, with mindfulness rather than with uh, judgments, criticisms. Uh, resistance, uh, all the, the ways that we tend to, to create suffering into our lives. We're now learning a different way of looking at experience. So the Buddha emphasized this uh, sati, mindfulness, as, as, the, as the way, because in in every moment of our lives, that is is our refuge. We we begin to really value and trust in our ability to pay attention, to awaken to the present moment, even if it even if the present moment contains all kinds of miserable uh, mental states or painful physical ones. Begin to see the, the power and strength that comes through awareness, through intuitive awareness. And hopefully on this retreat, this, you'll develop increasing confidence in your ability to do this. It's not difficult, it's not like we're asking you to do something that's terribly refined and, and uh, very special and very difficult to do. 
it's, uh, it's not difficult. But it does demand patience, uh, willingness to, to uh, learn, uh, humility, because we understand the theory very easily. It's not, not a complicated teaching, but we're able to apply that. We have to put up with endless failures, and uh, which we tend to make us very impatient or very despairing. <clears throat> so it's a it's a humbling practice. We learn to be content and be humbled by by life rather than just trying to make ourselves into enlightened beings and become the best. So patience uh, is necessary. Contentment, being content, being humble, not demanding, not expecting a lot, but, but always willing to start again, no matter how recalcitrant your mind may be, and it wanders off, and, and uh, you feel you, you're not getting anywhere. This learning to start again, to be at the beginning. That failure, inability is quite all right. We know not, we're not here to to be successful at meditation. The uh, emphasis, say, the, the reason for practicing meditation is is to uh, is for this realization that I was talking about last evening, and that this this composing the mind, collecting the mind, keeping keeping it in the present, because we tend to wander into the future or remembering the past, always thinking in the present about something about the future or the past. And seldom do we ever really uh, abide in the present fully and completely. We usually do it in cases of emergency, like if you're mountaineer, uh, you're climbing uh, rock climbers, athletes, um, people that have to be fully present, uh, physically present, out of the danger. Because if one, uh, and they can't spend their time thinking about the future, worrying about or regretting the past, because they have to be with every step, every moment. When your life's in danger, when you feel uh, threatened, then you, you forget about the future and the past, you're completely with the present. But then taking that into daily life, a situation like uh, a meditation retreat, uh, there's no known dangers around. Uh, we're not expecting any earthquakes or cyclones, tornadoes, 
you know, it might happen, but don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. It's a safe place. You can be heedless here, and and you you'll not be in a life-threatening situation. Uh, you can you, you don't have to be doesn't the situation doesn't demand out of necessity mindfulness. It's set up in a way that it it gives this sense of safety. Uh, and security on one level, and then the the emphasis is on developing awareness in a in a safe place. So that say when you go back home, you you it you know you can go back home, lock the door, be alone in your house, and be perfectly safe. You know, Rottweiler. A pit bull at the door, <laughs> and, and then you can you can go, fall into complete uh, chaos, and be uh, because there's no, there's no life-threatening situation. So, say middle-class security that we have in affluent countries, uh, we we become very we we don't we, life doesn't demand that we be awake, or that we um, be alive even. We can just live in a world of delusions, fantasies, and get through, get by with it, and survive. So like meditation is, is, uh, is bringing that attention into the present without all the, say, life-threatening situations around us. The, the meditation retreat deliberately set up to be boring. You know, no fun, no, no exciting shows, no, no entertainment. Uh, just, uh, you know, sitting, standing, walking, lying down, breathing. You can get more boring than that. <laughs> sitting still. <laughs> Walking, body meditation is really boring, isn't it? Walking back and forth. And most excitement you get is around the food, I think. <laughs> I think they try to even make that boring. You know, lots of tofu and cabbage leaves. And So there's a there's a, a method to this kind of madness, in the, because the in other words that, that in this kind of controlled situation uh, under the eight precepts, then then there is a, an encouragement. Like all through this retreat, I will endlessly encourage you. You're probably fed up with me with my encouragement <laughs> to. <laughs> To be awake and be mindful, and so because we we do get lost in 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 the worries, we worry, isn't it? Worry is a common emotion in an, in an affluent society. Everybody I know that has that is uh, lives in affluent societies worries. <clears throat> so we worry, uh, we, we're anxious about the future. 
Well, we, we suffer a lot about past experience, either wrongs done to us or things that we've done that have been wrong. And so we, we can really uh, develop a whole kind of uh, menu of, of uh, things to, to be concerned about. To, to occupy our attention. But during this retreat, uh, they determined to let go of all that. that. Don't worry, like worrying about the future, regrets about the past, all these things. Uh, just begin to acknowledge them as conditions present rather than feeding them, giving them your attention and your interest. And determined to go and to compose the mind in the present with the boring conditions that exist, such as the breath, the body, the uh, um, space in the room, the, the, what, the way you're feeling. You don't even have to feel, have any interesting emotions going on. Just dullness is, is a good one. Just feeling dull or bored. Or if you have more interesting emotions to deal with. <laughs> as anger or greed or something, but um, it, it's not the, the point of, of uh, picking and choosing what you're going to, what's going to happen now, but le- learn to trust your ability to awaken and be aware of what the way it is for you in this moment. So in... in uh, In Pali, they have this, uh, uh, well, in the Thai language, they use the word samruam, which is uh, to, to bring your attention into the present, to collect yourself in the present moment. Uh, and this is very important, like coming into the meditation hall this morning, sitting down, composing, to, to collect everything together on one, in this present moment, such as the posture of the body, the breathing. This is a way of composing, collecting uh, everything to, to stop just the habitual wandering, thinking mind. So remember that, that you, wherever you are, you're going to be breathing and you're going to, your body's going to be in some posture. It's going to be sitting, standing, walking, lying down. So, so we're pointing to these most ordinary Functions that we that uh, that are going on all through our lifetime uh, to compose the mind. If you notice when you when you're paying attention to your physical body in the present, you stop worrying. You're just noticing the the body. You're opening the mind uh, and stopping the thinking process just by concentrating your attention on to, say, physical sensation, physical feeling. So just by being aware of, of just the pressure of sitting, or whether you're feeling uh, hot or cold, or uh, whatever sensations, or even physical pain, once you, uh, physical discomfort, once you kind of open to that feeling, rather than just resist and react and wander in your mind. So learn to trust yourself just as simple 
ability to observe. So in what I use during meditation retreat, what I found most helpful uh, is one thing, developing an attitude of mind more than a technique. So the attitude is is uh, kind of humbly always coming, re- returning to the present moment in some way. When I catch myself wandering off, thinking about something, as soon as that moment that I realize that I'm thinking about something else, I determine to come back to the breath or to the to the body, just as a as a determination. Sometimes I, I'd rather be thinking. It's more interesting to to think about things sometimes and to come back to the to the just the inhalation exhalation or the uh, the physical I found the physical body really boring. Then I found the emotional space much more interesting. Uh, you know, why why do I feel anger about this or why do I get jealous or why do I feel threatened by this person? It's more interesting to contemplate to think about that than to just bring attention to the existence of the body as it is. But once you begin to appreciate that, then you really treasure this ability to to be in the present, because that's your escape from the suffering. And it's not an escape through fear and anxiety, it's an escape through wisdom, through understanding. You're not trying to run away from something uh, and not face up to life and, and all of that. It's not that kind of an escape, not cowardice, but it's wisdom, knowing there's no point, there's no no good result that can come from endlessly turning yourself up, agitating your mind, worrying about the future, regretting your past, and 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 just uh, keep that kind of stirring going on, because. It it is uh, it just seems to go on forever. Uh, if you if you know if you don't know any way out of that habit, so the way out is this mindfulness. When you when you develop mindfulness, then you're more in a it's a timeless zone because time is embraced in through awareness rather than you be identifying yourself with the perceptions of time. So what we're doing is the, the door or the gate to, to the unconditioned or deathless reality that we're, we're using. We're directly using that. It's not something you, you, you kind of discover or get. It's something you learn to trust and to use. And and, then, and that's why the Buddha emphasized sati as the way, heedfulness, paying attention. So now just sit and just, first of all, contemplate the, just the experience of sitting, just with a sense of expansive, open awareness, 
and uh, just observing the, the acts of the body as it sits on the mat. Just contemplate. What does it feel like? Say first of all, I notice just the pressure of sitting on the on the zafu, like this. Pressure. Where of my hands, feet, spine. I notice where my neck is in the throat is in alignment with the body. Shoulders. Any tensions? I'm not trying to to straighten it out or get rid of the tension. Just note, just be a knower rather than somebody who's trying to correct what's wrong. Just trust yourself to be in the pure state of knowing something rather than one who's deciding how things should be. Give up that tendency to want to solve every problem, answer every question, and just trust more in your ability to, to notice, to be awake to even the, the pain or the inadequacies or whatever, the, the discomfort that you're, you might be noting in the present.
So it's like expanded awareness, or the, the, the mind embracing the body. You have a sense of the body's in the mind. You're not putting your mind onto the body. You're trying to concentrate your mind on the body. It's, it's impossible, but to bring the body into the mind, the mind falls, the, the body is then experienced intuitively, not analytically, or through perception, but through the actual reality of its existence, as you can notice in the present. There's a, like a, an awake, awakened mind, paying attention, just to the using the, the posture of sitting as, a, as, a, as an object, as a reminder to notice the subtleties of sensation that ordinarily we, we pay no attention to at all. And then go to the breath. Now just observe the inhalation, exhalation, the state of open, intuitive awareness, attention, a relaxed attention. It's not a, a forcing, uh, compulsive, uh, it's not a compulsive act. It's a state of open awareness, a relaxed attention to the body, then to the breath. Just noticing the inhalation, rising, stop the exhalation, beginning and ending.
remember when your mind wanders, then as soon as you realize you're wandering, go right back. Don't don't give it a second thought. Don't go into despair or annoyance. Then just make it the ter- determination to go right back to the breath. So your attention is okay, on the part of your body that where you detect breathing most easily. Now use the the nostrils. With a relaxed state of attention, then I'm not trying to force attention onto the breath. I'm letting the breath operate and and using it as an object of attention. The breath operates whether I want it or not. I'm just letting it be what it is, learning to just observe it. The silent witness, the beginning of the inhalation to the end of the inhalation, the beginning of the exhalation to the end of the exhalation. The mind wanders, thinking about something else. Suddenly I realize, wandering mind, go back to the breath again. This is a way of training the mind. Don't entertain any negative thoughts if your mind keeps wandering uh, and won't won't uh, concentrate on the breath. That's fine. Just practice uh, bringing your attention back to the breath. No matter how many times you have to do it, it doesn't matter. There's more of an attitude we're interested in than success at a technique.
with the breath, notice how peaceful it is. Notice breathing, using words like peace or stillness, words that that suggest uh, that kind of quality. So you're actually noticing and appreciating just the sense of being concentrated on an object that's quite peaceful, tranquilizing. sense of just relaxation, not not compulsion. Don't make it into something you, you've got to get or you've got to do, but observe any kind of attitude you might bring to it. But try to remind yourself this isn't that's not the the uh, that's not what we're aiming at is to be successful and get this being able to be able to do this or get this technique down, but just learning to trust and relax, be at ease with the present moment as it is, with the breath as it is, with the body as it is. 